0: This ring with this ring, I the wed. I the wed. Hello and welcome to With This Ring. I'm your co host Ryan Everett. I'm
1: your co host Cindy Everett,
0: and today we're gonna continue our look at the GWWE greatest WWE wrestler ever list and countering. Shawn Michaels last month and mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels next month. The meet in the Shawn
1: Michaels, the the Shawn Michaels Yes,
0: is going to be someone that he's compared to a lot, someone that he yep. fought a lot, both inside and outside of the <laughs> ring. Brett, the hitman, Hart.
1: Yeah, looking at the list, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, some of the matches kind of could be That's pushed true. in a little bit more. That's
1: true. But yeah, long, long, illustrious career. Yeah, 12 yep. years we span, which is yeah, like longer than usual.
0: Yeah, back then especially. Like now Dolph Ziggler's been around like 14 years, but...
1: We're not going to do him, are we? No. Okay. no. <laughs> Good. But yeah, I mean, I think he's one of the wrestlers I was vaguely aware of before we started. Well, before I met you, I was vaguely aware of him. And then was, as you know, I used to get Shawn Michaels and Brett the Hitman Hart <laughs> confused because yes. I thought if your name was Hart, you should have hearts on your tights. But now well, I'm, he does.
0: He has the four hearts, usually. But you know what I mean. That like, is prominent as Shawn Michaels.
1: Exactly, exactly. But now I am very clear <laughs> on the difference. Shawn Michaels... Bret Hart's a little shorter.
0: Uh, I think they're about the same. Maybe, like, they're, an inch or two shorter. Yeah, I feel but, like they're Like, similar. is similar.
1: Shawn Michaels is hairier.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, he I've is. seen a lot of the bare <laughs> <spirit> torsos these <laughs> days. But, yeah, I was aware of Bret Hart, and, like, I kind of knew his... His stories. I don't think there was... Obviously I say these are the first time I saw a lot of these matches, but I was kind of pretty much knew who we were getting ourselves yeah. into. I think we had watched the Montreal Screwjob before, but... Probably... I didn't only really have the same context that I did. Right,
0: yeah. I so that Yeah, that we'll get into. Yeah. But first, we get into uh, Bret Hart with his real-life brother-in-law, Jim DeAnneville-Nighthart, Natty's dad.
1: That's right. That was my when I first <laughs> entrees into wrestling. Was watching uh Total Divas yep. with
0: you. So they were brother-in-laws, and they were facing. So they like both came down from Canada like the same time.
1: Okay. So when when did Vince McMahon buy? What was it like? Calgary Stampede, Stampede wrestling. Stampede
0: wrestling. He, I think originally he bought it in '84. Okay. So that's when like Bret Hart came and Jim Knighthart had actually. Left Canada a little earlier, but was came with the WWF. And then the British Bulldogs also came up because they were... Davey Boy Smith is married to Diana Hart. So
1: she, they're already married to each other in yeah. Okay. And
0: Dynamite Kid, the other British Bulldog, was married to Bret Hart's wife's sister. Got it. So they were all...
1: Are they all, like, from Calgary? Or, like, how do they, like, pour these people or all well, wrestling no, it's all wrestling.
0: Because, I mean, well, yeah, British Bulldogs, British Bulldogs are yeah. both from England. So, they just happen to come to Stampede to wrestle. And I think they're they're either cousins or they grew up close to each other. So, they're, they knew each other. It's so. a little incestuous. Oh, very much so, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems like that one match when all the hearts went into the ring, it was, like, 25 <laughs> people in there. Yeah. I'll get to there. But yeah, the, the Jimmy Hart, who is not related, but like, right. how, how did he get matched with them?
0: Just He was kind of just starting there at the same time and like was like a loudmouth manager, so they decided, like, a lot of tag teams, or a lot of heels just in general, they gave you a manager back That's in those nice. days, so yeah. he kind of fit with them better than, like, Mr. Fuji would have. Or... Yeah, no, that was a good
1: good role for him. Um yeah, so the hearts are the heels, yeah, the crowd loves it when they get beaten up. Yes. And that's the weirdest part about this match. This, where was this? At Square Garden? Yeah. So what time was curfew?
0: I think it was either eleven or midnight. Let me see if I could The match was up.
1: going on and the bell rings and everyone just gets up and just like Yeah, they knew Oh yeah. Like I think no that's one kind was of... like nagging around, like people got up and scooted
0: Because like that was obviously that was the last match, but it wasn't Main event. I think the main event would have been like they'd have their main event like midway through.
1: Interesting. So we had to get home before curfew.
0: Yeah, like it was so. Yeah, so it was the main event would have been probably Paul Arndorf versus Roddy Piper like midway through the card.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Manhattan's gone through a couple of transformations, but maybe it wasn't a great place to be at midnight on that that Friday. Could, so I mean, that's what we that There could be.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really say what time curfew, but I'm guessing it was probably a lot, maybe 11 o'clock. Yeah, maybe that also had to do with Penn Station, oh, like last yeah. train leaves.
1: That's true. Well, if anybody knows, yeah, let us know.
0: I don't very believe strange. there's a curfew anymore, but
1: I highly doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah, good, good start. Yeah, they really get a good reaction from the crowd. Yeah, the like,
0: because Brit- the Bulldog, because the Heart Foundation was just starting. So, okay. like, fans might not have even really seen them too much on TV, but the British Bulldogs were, oh, they
1: were definitely
0: popular. getting popular, yeah.
1: So I forget that Davy Boy was around back then. I kind of yeah. associate him more with the late 80s, early 90s, but not well, good for them. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody wins. I just put my notes no. It's just curfew. Yeah, it's a draw, yeah. like a time
0: limit draw, basically.
1: Gotcha, gotcha,
0: gotcha. And yeah. then when we picked it up, so the Hard Foundation kind of just, like I said, this was really right, almost right after they formed. Okay. So they spent the next two years getting built up more and more, and then they faced the British Bulldogs for the tag titles one week on Superstars, and Danny Davis was the referee. Okay. And he like ignores the Hart Foundation cheating the whole time. They win the belts. And then Danny Davis gets suspended for life from being a referee anymore.
1: Oh, man. Well, that doesn't stick. No. Well, any suspensions ever?
0: Well, no. I mean, he's that's why he becomes a wrestler then. Oh. Okay. And is wearing his goofy outfit gotcha. that we see in this. Because Jimmy Hart purchased his contract as a wrestler.
1: Gotcha. Obviously. So yeah, it was versus. This was 1987. It was versus the Islanders. Yep. Slow start. Once again, the parts of the heel. Just a lot of a lot of big people. Yes. Yes. With Jim Neidhart and the and Tana. What was the Tana and what was the other one? Haku and Pamela. Haku, Taman. that's right. Yeah. Um, I really like the Islanders. Yeah. They were really good. They were
0: really good, and they're kind of these like because when I was growing up, you know, you only had the pay per view. T- like there weren't. And back then, there were only two or three pay per views. So if guys like went a year, you mean? Yeah. So if oh, guys okay. would go like six, seven months and totally change their characters, and it wouldn't have been on pay per view. Gotcha. So the Islanders, I thought always were heels, but like for the first like almost year of their existence, actually, they were a face tag team, which is kind of hmm. different for, you know, the, Sa- the Samoan Savages to be yeah. fan friendly.
1: Well, good.
0: No, but yeah, and I really like this match. I think again it's Yeah, I like this one more. The Heart too. Foundation just keeps doing like their classic heel bubble themes and stuff, but mm-hmm. eventually the faces get the comeback.
1: Yeah, the lot of, uh well I don't know, the hearing heal of the hearts won. Yeah, yeah. They, there was interference. Right, Danny Davis. Davis pushes the yeah. pin fall over, Shh, I think. That's right. Yeah, well I think this is a little more towards Jim Nidart than Brett. Yeah. But, no, another good match. Good good solid 80s. Yep. Yeah, we can go through this some of these pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: And then the next one, though, is... Needs a little pause because it's Bret Hart versus Randy Savage. Yeah. From Saturday Night's Main Event. And this was after the Honky Tonk Man had pushed down Elizabeth. Oh. And the Honky Tonk Man was part of the... Of Jimmy Hart's group, so... Obviously. Him and Bret Hart were tight.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I so said, Fast Stars, this is like the high 80s of wrestling. Yeah. And then I said, yeah, the flying elbow, they all get the final. elbow. I said, this match is a hot mess. <laughs>
0: well, because at one point, Randy Savage hurts his leg, so he has to take his boot off, and he's wrestling in just a sock for a while.
1: That's right. I Other people ran out, though, right?
0: Jim Nighthawk comes that's out, great. yeah, and him and uh, Jimmy Hart keep, like, menacing Elizabeth on the outside. That's
1: right, that's right. That's why this match is a little... All over the place. Yeah. Today. But
0: it's good to see, like, young singles Brett. Oh, yeah. Which was different. Mm-hmm. And it's... He, like, could show you he could wrestle, like, a full match with a top guy.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. I guess because you're right. I just, In my mind, he's always been as an established wrestler. Right. Like, I mean, here he's... I guess he's a tag
0: champ, so he's known, but not as a singles guy. Gotcha. Well,
1: no, he definitely can carry it. It's, you know, proves over and over again yep. throughout his career.
0: And then, keep yep, keep we it up. And then next, we went to the Tokyo Dome in 1991. Yeah, the
1: Rockers, the
0: Rockers versus the Hart uh, Foundation. And this is kind of weird because this was after, basically, the Hart Foundation was done as a tag team. Hmm. So,
1: oh yeah, 1991. Yeah, that was.
0: It's surprising then that the Hart Foundation actually won. You would yeah. think, but I guess it's just. It also has to be with a being like a weird Japan show.
1: Right. I totally blank you. Who's in the Rockers.
0: Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty.
1: That's right. Oh, yeah. It was, as I said, as fun as them all in the ring together. Yes. It was a good match.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty good.
1: Crowd pleaser. Just hitting all their moves.
0: Yeah. So. And, like I said, that was it for the Heart Foundation, pretty much.
1: Okay. Is this the turning point?
0: Yeah. So, then...
1: What happened to the Heart Foundation?
0: Uh, well... Like, they were ready to make Brett a singles guy, and Jim Neidhart kind of became an announcer for a little bit, but that didn't work out too well, and Mm -hmm. then he kind of would get fired and hired every couple of years.
1: whatever they needed him.
0: Yeah. So then, he wins the intercontinental title for Mr. Perfect first, and then ends up losing it to the Mountie, who loses it to Reddy Piper, and then Brett Hart beats... Roddy Piper at WrestleMania in, like a straight up match, and it was like one of the very few times that Roddy Piper actually loses by pinfall hmm. in the WWF. Definitely the only time on pay-per-view.
1: So if you're not from America, does like that? Have to be part of your character? Like kind in, of. <laughs> you know, like.
0: Usually it's yeah, brought up one way or the bouncy, other.
1: There's a big later in his career that he fully plays up the Canadian right, aspect. Right. Yeah. British Bulldogs. Yeah, it seems to be a trend. Yeah, a little bit. I guess it's kind of like the lowest common number type thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy thing to get. But right. Especially like...
0: if they sound different.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, people, I don't think Bret Hart has like... No, not really. At all, he doesn't. Well, I think like it's not that strong of an accent anyway. Right. So. But anyways. I guess we go to... Uh,
0: so then he faces the British Bulldog at SummerSlam 92, which we've I seen mean. before. Yeah. And... Loses the intercontinental title to the Bulldog, and then in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, one night, he's called into Vince's office, and he thinks he's getting fired. Oh. Because Vince started, like, Brett, we've done everything we can with you. And he thought, like, he was going to say, we're going to part ways, but he actually said, so I guess I have to put the world title on you. Ah. So, that's That's what they did.
1: Nice. So, when he signed that big contract, was that later... That was later. Okay. All right. So then, well, then, but well, the match we watched with Rick Floyd, this was a title match, was it? Yeah. Oh. It was. It was kind of a weird announcer.
0: Yeah, because it was, this was the version that was on, like, the Coliseum video. Gotcha. And, like, they would just do tapeovers, mm-hmm. like, voiceovers for it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a weird <clears throat> presentation.
1: Yeah, so they had the announcer, seen the match before, and, like, like a second take or something? No, they are probably
0: just watch. Like, they just would do it at the, like, so they wouldn't send announcers on the road. Gotcha. So they would just come into Stamford, Connecticut, the TV studio, and just, like, watch the match and record.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, you saw Rick's booty butt. in this yep. one? Yep. As a well-paced mass, match a little on the slow side, but two obviously very talented wrestlers. Yeah, and it's I do not add actually I title belt.
0: They actually hate each other and hate all their matches that they had with each other. Why? Because like Brett seems to be a little difficult to get along. Yeah, with. exactly. That's I think a big part of it, and also like that Brett thought Ric Flair's matches were like too formulaic. Mm. But then, at really? the same point, you could be like, well. Bret Hart, like, does the same say, side I, moves. At I the saw end of, that figure the, four of the, that, the ropes the, more time than count. Oh, the old. second rope, elbow drop, the suplex, yeah. pile drive. It's like, yeah, everyone, especially. Especially when they went in a row. Yeah, and, nice. like, Ric Flair is saying he's having the same matches. Well, they're 60-minute matches, though. Like, yeah. it's not like he's dogging it for three minutes. And, like, Ric Flair said the same, like, Zoli said, like, Bret Hart was too fun was too important, but look he at how kind of full of himself. Look at how bad the company was doing when he was on top, and oh. back and forth. So it's kind of now it's just kind of like a stale rivalry. But
1: yeah, I mean they both kind of don't have to really deal with each other anymore. Right? So it's like yeah. The point. They go their separate ways. not need to talk shit about each other. <laughs> you know, like at this yeah. stage of the game, like who cares? Go do your old man things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> The rookie got that room with all his pictures on the wall.
0: Oh, he's got plenty of old man... He's having one last match in uh, Nashville the day after SummerSlam. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, you know, 75 years old and probably 100 degree heat. I'm sure that'll yeah, work well. Yeah,
1: that's a good
0: idea. 75? Uh, 73, maybe? 73, I think. Hmm,
1: okay. Not good for him. You know,
0: stolen in the... Wait,
1: Ric Flair or Bret Hart? Ric Flair. Oh, the, I so. the adoption. Yeah, yeah. Scandal. I thought I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I
0: thought about Bret Hart. No, so. Bret Hart is as Bobby Heenan says in one of their the matches. St- st- Helen Hart had twelve kids, and that was just in the first litter alone.
1: Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I can't imagine having twelve kids. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Bobby supposed to figured it out. We <laughs> just keep pumping them out. See, that's why there's so many of them. Yeah. I mean, But, and I think that documentary, you told me before, they're all wrestlers or married to wrestlers. Right.
0: Yes. Which is fun. Very.
1: A lot, yeah. That's a lot. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so so he got the title.
0: Yep. So he got the belt and fought, like, they kind of, to start with, because he really hadn't, didn't have, like, that big of an angle going on at the time. He was... Kind of getting ready to feud with Papa Shango, the voodoo warrior.
1: Don't, can't say I know who that is. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, he would we do voodoo to uh-huh. wrestlers. He Obviously. made the ultimate warrior puke green.
1: Obviously. That
0: was fun. <laughs> and so then, but then he just kind of starts going as like the fighting champion. Like he's wrestling against good guys and bad guys and just having like nice little eight minute TV matches. Gotcha. Kind of putting over his thing. And then eventually he loses to Yokozuna at Wrestlemania. Oh. And then Hulk Hogan comes out and wins the title right away from Yokozuna. Supposedly they were supposed to get to Bret Hart versus Hulk Hogan. Oh. But. Did they ever fight? No. Well, not in WWF. In WCW they had some bad. Yeah, that doesn't count. Bad Rush Nitro matches. No. Nah. So nothing ever really big. And, like, there's disputes over was Hogan lying? Was Vince lying? Like, Brett doesn't like his Holgan told him one thing and Vince told him other things and they well, eventually don't they eventually do not wrestle each other and uh Bret Hart gets in a feud with Jerry Lawler over who's the king of the WWF. Then he gets into his feud with Owen Hart and we watch Yeah. Aww. And that we watch their WrestleMania match. Oh yeah. And then their cage match. And then we get up to 1995, and it's an odd year for Bret Hart, but we do have three matches from that year alone, so we'll take a quick break before we get into uh, our 1995 yep, run. Our 95 and 97 run. Wait, I don't, know. I don't know to quick. Let's get
1: 93. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So the, one more. I thought I was going to at
0: King of the Ring 1993. Bret Hart ends up winning the. King of the Ring title, but in the semifinals he faces Mr. Perfect.
1: Oh, okay. It's a quick start, lots of hit checks. Mr. Perfect tries to go off the top rope, but Brick gets um, a half hour time limit. Yeah, suplex yeah. off the rope, yeah. Oh, I'm the suplex where they the suplex each yeah. other outside yeah. of the
0: Yeah, that's a crazy Yeah, that's move. crazy.
1: That looks terrifying. Yeah. How you, do you not kill your, like, break you your back?
0: You have to get lucky, basically. <laughs> it's also, like, yeah, you have no idea where, I mean, it, some of Those two wrestled enough that they probably, like, knew how the other one felt, like, going up for a suplex. But if it's, like, anyone bigger than you, you're screwed. Yeah,
1: especially since they went all the way down to the ground. Yeah. Like, nuts. But, yeah, then Brett, yeah, rolls him up and wins. But that was, yeah, that match was crazy that that was very impressive. Yeah. scared.
0: And this one was, it's, so they had a match at SummerSlam two years earlier where Bret Hart won the IC title. And Mr. Perfect, like, retired for... A year after it because his back was actually messed up. So I think this is actually the better match of the two, but a lot of people like love the SummerSlam match. But this is like more competitive and stuff, I think.
1: Hmm. All right, now we can go. Now we can break. take
0: our break. Our <laughs> well-deserved break. Perfect, yes.
1: We deserve a break.
0: <laughs> yes, we'll be and we'll be
1: right back. Be terribly frustrated. Extremely frustrated over what has just happened.
0: Whoa! Frustrated isn't a goddamn
1: word for it. This is bullshit. Oh, we apologize, ladies you and gentlemen. You screw me. Everybody screws me. And nobody does a goddamn thing about it. Nobody in the building cares. Nobody in the dressing room cares. So much goddamn injustice around here. I've had it up to here.
0: We apologize, ladies and, Everybody and gentlemen. Everybody knows
1: it. I know it. knows it i should be
0: the world wrestling federation champion get him out of the ring everybody just
1: keeps turning a blind eye you keep turning a blind eye to it i got that gorilla monsoon he turns a blind eye to it everybody in that goddamn dressing room knows that i'm the best there is the best there was and the best ever will be
0: all right and we are back and as we promised Nineteen ninety five with <laughs> Bret Hart.
1: Waiting Brett. Yes. And this
0: was an interesting year for Bret Hart. It gets better at the back end, but yeah. the first half he is like saddled with all these like mid card guys, like mm. not main event Why? level. Mainly because Diesel was champ, and I think they were trying to have everyone focus on Diesel. Gotcha. So like what little main event heels they had were facing Diesel or Shawn Michaels. Oh. And then Brett was getting the scraps, basically.
1: Even though He was the champion?
0: No, Diesel was the champion God, for most of 95. Gotcha. So the first match, though, is against Takushi at the first In Your House pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And this is actually the first match of oh. the show. So it's the first match in In Your House history.
1: Well, whatever. <laughs> Well, it's had a book to hold. Yes. What was the first one in the Mall of America? What was it the first WCW? There was a first Nitro, yeah. Nitro. That's a good first then a... I mean, I'm guessing don't remember
0: that. Well, in your house, though, they give away a house to a kid. Do they? Yeah.
1: Wait, explain this. Yeah, I like...
0: So it was a new on. pay-per-view, and to get, like, publicity for it and stuff, they decided they were going to give away a house in Orlando. Oh,
1: that's right. A house in Orlando. Hmm.
0: And, yeah, the kid, some kid won it. And then and
1: the parents like have to pay property taxes on this house? No, that's
0: why I think they moved it for like a year.
1: Gotcha, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. If mean,
1: we wanted a house in Orlando, I would it move there.
0: No. <laughs> God no. Get,
1: for plenty of control.
0: plenty of <laughs> reasons.
1: Right, yeah. But so if you have rent that out as an income property. <laughs> but I guess it's not something they do anymore.
0: No. I mean they still have contests, but I think the actual houses, they haven't given away a lot more houses.
1: Very, that's a pre-bubble <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. But, all right.
0: So, it's Hakushi, though, the, the fallen angel, as he yeah. is known.
1: I did not know was known this. Yes. I think he's pretty good. I like the strong style. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese guy to just smack the shit out of people.
0: Right. And you he know, was he also quite there. a high flyer. Yeah. He does the one dive to the floor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does the back flip, Right. But then Brett kind of reverses it. Rolls, rolls through it, and, yeah. Um, but no, I like, yeah, I like the strong style, style people. And this is a good one. Yeah. Set, set, the to- set the bar high for in your house. Right, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was,
0: and that met later when the main event was Diesel versus Sid, Psycho Sid. That no, wasn't good? No. No, not good at all. Why not? Like, I guess Diesel's the better wrestler there, and if he's the best wrestler in the match, that's pretty yeah, that's bad. Point. And
1: Why was he champion?
0: Because he was tall. Oh,
1: yeah. And that's Vince, like thought big Vince yeah. likes big boys. Yeah. He was very tall. All right.
0: So, and then... So later in the night, because the whole deal was Bret Hart wanted to, fight, wanted to wrestle Jerry Lawler, because Jerry Lawler oh, started making funny. fun of his mom again. Oh. So... They fight later in the night, and Hakushi comes out and distracts Bret Hart, and Lawler pins him. Oh. So then the King of the Ring, they have a kiss my foot match.
1: Kiss my foot? Yes. <laughs>
0: so in the weeks leading up to it, there are like kiss these my prompt, foot. Kiss my foot. The loser has to kiss, the. because <laughs> Jerry Lawler's a king, he wants the peasant to kiss his foot.
1: Shouldn't he kiss his ring? Or kiss his ass? No, I
0: think they said foot, like back in the day.
1: Oh. Okay. But,
0: so... <laughs> So in the weeks leading up to it, they showed promos of Jerry Lawler like, out in his stables like walking in horse shit and stuff. Nice. Oh, to get over nice. how That's horrible nice. his feet were going to be that gotcha. Bret Hart would have to kiss. So Bret Hart wins the match. Of course. And he, un- he takes Jerry Lawler and makes Jerry Lawler kiss his foot. And then he makes Jerry Lawler kiss his own foot that had all the oh, horse shit and stuff no, on it. No, so it's so bad that bad. Jerry Lawler has to go to his royal dentist.
1: Obviously, who
0: is Isaac Yankem?
1: Who's the head?
0: Well, he's from Decatur, Illinois. Oh, good for him! And it's actually Kane.
1: Oh, but gotcha.
0: a very young Kane. So it's SummerSlam. Kane really from Decatur, Illinois. No. Okay. So at 1995 SummerSlam, the second biggest show of the year, Bret Hart is wrestling a dentist.
1: Yes, obviously. And then after sure that, was a dentist.
0: Yes, an evil dentist. Obviously. And then after that, Jean Pierre Lafitte. The Pirate, who's a pirate,
1: okay,
0: yep. he steals Bret Hart's ring jacket because he's a pirate.
1: Obviously.
0: And they feud over that.
1: Oh, that's stupid. Yeah.
0: Then after all that, they were like... This is an eventful year. all 1995. Like, yeah, they were like, okay, Diesel sucks as champion, Bret. We need you to be champion again.
1: Gotcha.
0: So he faz- at Survivor Series, he gets his world title match against Diesel. And it's no holds barred. Yep. Anything goes.
1: Gotcha. I said Diesel dominates early, slow pace, kind of boring.
0: Yeah, it did start slower than I remembered it originally.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's, well, this is when Brett gets, like, thrown through the announcers to Right, whole, yeah. Another hard hit. Oh, yeah, and this is the end where Brett, so after, right after that happens, Diesel drags him back in, and he's kind of flopping. He, he says wins. he's got some
0: mer- mercy for him.
1: Right. But then Brett rolls him up and wins and says, All right, done with you, Diesel. How tall is Bret Hart? He's, definitely...
0: He's like 6'2". Oh, okay. Maybe, well, no, probably about 6'5". Yeah, alright.
1: Like, yeah, it's tricky
0: compared to... Yeah, D- yeah, Diesel's much larger. Yeah, and this is... Yeah, I really like this match. I think it's one of Diesel's better matches. Probably his best match not involving Shawn Michaels. Fair
1: enough, yeah. Well, is it... How much of this is a Diesel? How much of it is Bret Hart?
0: I mean, I think... Well, let's say this: his matches with the, with the wrestling dentist was a lot worse than this match. So, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, Bret Hart could carry a guy, but the he's other the guy extent, could only yeah. get so, you know, so good.
1: Gotcha.
0: And Diesel, like, he's not a great technician, but he knew like when to hit moves and like it's the ring psychology. He understood.
1: All right, and then the last 1995 match yep. was his versus his brother-in-law, the British Bulldog. British Bulldog, yep. And they made a point to say that, you know, Brett had never beat Davey Boy before. Right, they yeah, they idea. they go back to
0: the yeah. SummerSlam match, oh, and right. they even, I think Jerry Lawler even says that the British Bulldog is wearing the same tights that he wore at SummerSlam 92, so that's a nice little touch.
1: <laughs> he hasn't gets bloody, though. yeah. Another another suplex off the top rope Yeah. It kind of turns into a slug fest. But just yeah, the blood, like the blood on the fringe is like <laughs> not very appealing to look at.
0: I liked how the white parts of the British Bulldogs tights were like turning pink.
1: Yeah, that's the yeah, that's what I don't like.
0: <laughs> but even with that it ends very scientifically with a nice little That's true roll up from Bret Hart. And according to Chris Jericho's book he gave Bret Hart the idea for that finish—a
1: roll-up.
0: Yeah, like that tech, that version of a roll-up, oh. like where you hook the arm. Because what he was, it? they met each other at the an airport and they were talking. And Chris Jericho, Bret Hart said, like he needed to come up for a finish for his match the next day. Chris Jericho's. Oh, just that sounds night. convenient.
1: <laughs> Wait, they just met at the airport? They were both traveling together? Or? No, they
0: just happened to run into each other at the airport. What airport? I don't know, probably Calgary or Winnipeg. I was going to say,
1: like, what? I guess if it's Canada, they're not that big. But was it just like, oh, hey, I mean, I'm a wrestler. Calgary has, like, well, like,
0: they were wrestling out of, Brett, Chris Jericho's like, probably wrestling out of,
1: well, at the time it was, I
0: don't know, maybe he lived in Calgary.
1: i need some more details on this.
0: Brett lived in Calgary, so he was probably at the Calgary airport. Chris Jericho could have lived in Calgary at the time. He's also Canadian, right? Right.
1: Yeah. So they're just like. Maybe they just knew of each other. I'm sure Chris Jericho knew who Bret Chris Hart Chris Jericho, yeah,
0: he was trained by the Hearts. Oh, okay. Like every Canadian.
1: Right. So Like, what percentage of Calgary is a Bret Hart descendant?
0: Oh, it's pretty... I think it's all the city. Probably. I think the whole city is nothing but Hart members. Remember
1: when we looked at the top ten cities in Canada and they were all, like, in <laughs> Toronto?
0: Yeah, it's like three of the five were Toronto suburbs. Yeah, I think
1: the, yeah, I think the Calgary population is pretty small, so I guess... Right. Oh, it's probably a pretty high percentage of heart-adjacent people. All right, well, has Bret Hart ever verify that story from I
0: think so. I mean, it's not like it's...
1: Yeah, it's like, he has something to lie about. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like, yeah,
0: well, especially, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. write it in your book. that Like, Bret Hart would have been very able to speak out against it. And...
1: Has Bret Hart written a book?
0: Yeah, I'm actually kind of rereading it oh, yeah? now on the phone. It's 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 good. It's very informative. But the two things you really got to know: Bret Hart fucks women a lot. Like not
1: his wife.
0: Oh yeah, and that he him and his wife hate each other.
1: Oh well, that's. I mean, number two seems related to number one. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been. <laughs> so are they still married? It, oh no, they got divorced
0: in like '97 or '98. Oh okay. I think he's on like his third wife since then. Ah. Uh, still well behind. Another thing he chases Ric Flair in.
1: Oh, yeah. How many rides?
0: I think he's through six now.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: he just got divorced. Like, oh, again.
1: Right. Oh, jeez.
0: From Wendy, the or Fifi the maid.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, interesting. Yep. So, but other than that, I mean, he, he never really had... Sorry, just thinking, like, people outside their ring lives. He, did he ever have any issues with, like, medication or steroids or... Yeah,
0: he had... So, yeah. in 2002... Well, no, actually in 2000 with in WCW, he was wrestling Goldberg. And Goldberg kicked him in the head, like, so hard. He had, like, what ended up having to be, like, a career-ending concussion. Yikes. Even though, of course, being WCW, he wrestled, like, 10 more matches that That's month. Right. yeah. Until they realized, like, oh, he should not be traveling anywhere. Yeah. And then in 2002, he was riding his bike and had a stroke. Jeez. It was like really... Like
1: motorcycle or
0: like... No, like a bicycle. Okay. <laughs> That's a little
1: safer. <laughs> yeah, but
0: still. <laughs> I know. No matter crazy. what, if you have a stroke while you're right. doing anything, it's bad.
1: But it's like riding a motorcycle, <laughs> really bad. Yes. Sorry.
0: It would be worse. <laughs> and then, yeah, so that took him like a while to recover, but he's okay nowadays. I think he just had skin cancer like two years ago, but he's
1: fine. Skin cancer? Skin cancer. Pipple well, Popper M.D. Yeah, I was going to say. But, okay, so it'd be a little bit of a checkered history. Yeah, now. I mean, you nothing too bad, here, yeah. That's good. His
0: dad's a psycho, is...
1: Well, yeah. I
0: stretching can't. everyone in his basement. That's
1: right. Yeah, you're going to have a, an interesting character. Alright, well, that's a nice little segue.
0: And so... Yeah, nice and 95. A, Yeah, and then a nice little... Tying it together, we watched a Bret Hart vs. Diesel world title match and a Bret Hart vs. British Bulldog title match. Mm -hmm. And we watched both of those for Shawn Michaels, if you'll recall. Oh, yeah. You're right. So, nice comparison of the two. I I like the... I definitely like the Diesel-Shawn Michaels match more. That was the brawl with the amputated foot.
1: (laughs) You know... That narrows it down. I think. As one does. I'm gonna go back to my Shawn Michaels notes.
0: They're towards the end. Like three of the last two.
1: They have the bromance. Hmm? Yeah, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Because wasn't oh, Diesel yeah. like a ballet for something? Yeah, Michaels?
0: better good friends, better enemies. The tag
1: yeah, my notes WTF he pulls his leg off. <laughs> yeah.
0: And this also features a table that may, also features a table spot.
1: Uh, yeah. The British Bulldog match with Shawn Mike goes, that is 1996. Yeah. Um, a lot of people come out. Owen Hart. Yeah, yeah. This one kind of ended in chaos. The Hart one was probably a little bit more cohesive. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then we watched the promo. Oh, yeah. So, so 1997 was the promo after the Steve Austin. Right, the night bloody after War. WrestleMania 13. The bloody match. I don't know. He came up first, really whiny. Yeah,
0: well, that, I mean, that's what he was supposed to be. Oh well,
1: he succeeded. Right,
0: because it's actually something they don't usually do. Where he's a heel in America, but everywhere else,
1: uh, he's, he's
0: saying he's trying to make it seem like the American fans turned on him, and that's why he's turning because they would chair guys like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, the boy toy, yeah. comes out here and in a girly magazine.
1: And then yeah, Steve Austin. Steve Austin. I mean, I will say, I think I won't be able to write my notes. This is the pro... The 1997... If I, if I want to watch 1997
0: promos, I'm watching The Rock. Not watching <laughs> no,
1: not The Rock. Hmm. Not yet. What, That's uh, 98. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> late 90s... <laughs> right. Promos. Yeah. I said The Rock promos were way better. Like,
0: than these. And then, yeah, and then he attacks Shawn Michaels and mm. once again uses the ring post. Yeah. Figure four.
1: That's just like... You're right, like... I even made a comment to you like we watched last one. We've like, seen him do
0: this move every single yeah. match. Well, like after ninety, so, later, like ninety seven. Yeah.
1: Later move. But yeah. But then we did the Heart Foundation. Right.
0: So he kind of so he reunites with well originally Owen and and then Brett, all like Owen and Bulldog reunite with him. Okay. And then Steve Austin tries to kill him. That one night on Raw. Oh, yeah. With the various ambulance attacks. and. <laughs> but then the next week, they're having a thing, and Jim VanVle Lightheart comes out of nowhere and mm-hmm. attacks Steve Austin. So then, and Brian Pillman has already been attacking Steve Austin. So everyone that was Canadian and didn't like Steve Austin formed into the new, larger well, heart Brian, foundation. Well, Brian Pillman's not
1: Canadian. No. He just trains played, with them. Yeah,
0: played in, them. in the CFO. That's right. That makes you Canadian. I have it, like, Gives you citizenship. I
1: might as well. It's like
0: when, you know, people play for different Olympic countries oh, where, like, yeah. they have parentage or something. They're
1: like, oh, I live in... I live in Sweden, but I'm going to yeah. ski for Mexico yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
0: I live in Pikes Peak, Colorado, but I'm skiing for North Korea, South Korea. Oh,
1: North Korea. No one's, no one's skiing for them. <laughs> well,
0: the Supreme Leader That's skis one. for them all. Oh, yeah. Olympics. So the Heart Foundation were Steve Austin, Goldust, Ken Shamrock, and the Legion of Doom. And mm-hmm. the entrances for the Heart Foundation is hilarious because like Jim Nightheart comes out to a huge face reaction. This, Everyone like, comes out to like, nuts. huge yeah. ovations.
1: Well, the crowd, yeah, the crowd is like awesome. Yeah. It's in Calgary, so there's right. a clear clear And like when
0: this. they all go to the ring and it starts with just a huge brawl. The camera is like literally... Shaking, it's so. Yeah. They have well, to go to a different camera because it's nowadays they cut like seven times during a move. But
1: yeah, yeah, no, that was crazy. Um, you see some booty from Brian Pillman. Yeah. Oh yeah, this was like people got in quote unquote injured, like Owen Hart. Right. Left yeah. the ring with injuries, and then Steve Austin left the ring with injuries, and then so they both come back not surprisingly. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean the three main. Cogs of the match are Bret Hart, Owen Hart, and Steve Austin. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. like the three most.
1: They're the drivers of this. Yeah.
0: Thing. Like, no one's really that invested when it's Animal and Jim Night like Hart. Nope. And they know that. Like, there's plenty of times that Austin and they're with Bret again. And they just have like a quick two minute version of their usual match.
1: Right. And yeah, everyone loves it. Um, yeah, the Steve Austin. They, they, of course, all the hearts are like down the ringside. Right. And Steve Austin starts beating some more of the other family members. Yes,
0: and <laughs> goes after Stu.
1: That's right. Oh, I can't go after Stu. Then he gets arrested and taken out and has arrested. They take Steve Austin out. Yeah, and he handcuffs. just keeps charging
0: the ring and yeah. gives the finger behind it to the, it's the so back. It's so bad Yeah, no, Steve Austin. It's like yeah, it's it's basically like another point to Steve Austin's oh, yeah. Overall stuff like, and that's the thing with this. Like, I try to. Pick matches where it's more than just one guy right. always being, you know,
1: showcase. Showcase. Yeah, I say okay, the Michaels gets him in a sharpshooter, and then bell rings. Wait, Michaels! Wait, somebody.
0: you skipped to that in there?
1: I did. Well, what happens after Shawn Michaels? Steve Austin gets handcuffed. I think I kind of maybe
0: I know that. Yeah, your notes got a little messed up there. All right. Never mind. Yeah, well, he's just arrested, and then all the Hart family members come in, and they're just, like, not even checking people, like...
1: Oh, yeah, I think I did get, um, yeah, got those, whatever. Then I watched, uh, yeah, so basically the Hart's end, and then they, yeah, they went obviously. Yeah, and that's,
0: like, the height of the Hart Foundation and the WWF. Oh, yeah,
1: they were right high in that Canadian spirit. <laughs> then the next was, uh... Promo in Pittsburgh before summer. Right. It's, it's still whiny and like... Oh yeah,
0: yeah, it's a little longer than I remember. I thought... Yeah. If it was, I was, was like... It did not hold my it attention. It was like eight minutes, I think it would have been a lot better. Like. Yeah,
1: it was long. It was like
0: 15 minutes.
1: It was way too long.
0: To not say... To, to only really get a point across that he hates Canada. I mean, that hates he hates America. Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it, he had to put... Give America... A, and then the Pittsburgh is where you'd stick the hose. That's right,
1: yeah.
0: Which sounds about right, I guess. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can't
1: think of <laughs> desirable places in the United States. But the crowd, I think it was kind of a design. They like started drawing them out. And right, yeah. listening. Yeah, it didn't really have a lot of momentum.
0: And then after that, well, it's really to got a point, the point across for SummerSlam mm-hmm. that it's Bret Hart versus The Undertaker for the world title. If Bret Hart loses, he could never wrestle in America again. Yeah. But also, there's a special guest referee, Shawn Michaels.
1: Okay, so what's it again, Shawn? What's and then Shawn
0: Michaels shows favoritism. favoritism towards The Undertaker. He can't wrestle in the United States again. That's right. And, like, we didn't really see it, because they actually didn't have a match. But, like, basically all of 1997 was Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, like, going back and forth at each other in interviews. And actually, in June, before Raw, they got into a real... Life real fight. fight? Okay. And it ended with, like, like, it's broken up real pretty quickly, but then Sean Michaels, like, stormed into Vince McMahon's office and quit. Oh, really? And, I mean, he came back, like, three weeks later.
1: So why did they like each other?
0: Basically, like, they didn't. They were just too opposite. Like, Sean, Brett thought Sean was too much of a prima donna. Sean thought Brett took himself too seriously. Yeah. So they both had very um, good points.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Both of those critiques are valid, but I mean, I think they could have... It, look, it was almost like they are probably
0: too similar. Yeah. And, like, also, like... They're competing for the competing same Competing for the space. same spot. Yeah. And then I think... I think Shawn Michaels didn't like that they signed Bret Hart to the huge 20-year, mm. million-dollar deal. when it was... For one thing, it was after Bret Hart was gone for, like, six months. Oh, okay. And, like, Shawn Michaels was probably, like, well, I've been here. I'm the champ. Why am I not getting paid as much as this old guy? Right. I think that's where a lot of it kind of stemmed from. Gotcha.
1: You can see that. Yeah. Well, he, did, he got the big contract. Well, sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Then we... So, when did he face Undertaker? At SummerSlam. SummerSlam.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this match has, yeah, Paul Bear waddles Very out involved. at
1: one time. Very strange looking Paul Bear. <laughs>
0: And this really was, like I said, this was right he as him. he had, like, the two weeks before he said that, like, told the whole backstory of Kane and how Kane was still alive. Oh, and that's right. Undertaker yeah. tried to kill him, you know, as one does.
1: Yeah, but then, the, yeah, Shawn Michaels is the referee, um, so there's, yeah, he can't be, like, too many shenanigans
0: here. Right. He a, And he does call it yes. straight. few well, um, times he gets in Bret Hart's face, but...
1: Yeah. Paul, Paul Bearer, like, gets, like, scrambled. <laughs> the ring again. It was very... Why did they have him come out? It was so weird.
0: Just they needed some sort of distraction.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because obviously, Undertaker gets a huge choke slam on him. Right. Those, but Sean's not looking. Oh, he's looking for the heart. That's yeah, he That's another too. Tell come out to distract. Yeah. They don't even do anything. They just kind of stand Yeah, there. they
0: just kind of just stand there. They didn't have a great plan. Yeah, and then Brett spits on Sean, which is gross. Yeah, spits on him, and that makes Shawn Michaels, who had just gotten a chair that he thought Bret Hart had used, and was asking him about it. Bret Hart spits on him, so Shawn Michaels throws back with the chair, swings, but Bret Hart moves, and he hits the Undertaker. That's right, yeah. And Bret Hart pins him, and Shawn Michaels has to, has to come call from three. Yeah, gotta be fair. So, kind of a yeah, kind of a
1: shady move. Yeah. It? It works. It did. It did. So that no one has to invite fight, fight in the United States again. No, that's good. Yeah, so everyone could still no, wrestle. No one's banned, thank goodness. Just <laughs> like kind of times do like Hulk Hogan quote unquote retire from his matches or get like
0: Uh he didn't really retire that much.
1: I know, that's what I'm saying. Like all of No, like he stuff. didn't
0: really say retirement that often.
1: Uh, I know you watch. you watched at least one.
0: Yeah. Well there was always like he was thinking about
1: it. Mm-hmm. So, what year did he sign that contract?
0: So he signed the contract in 1996.
1: Oh wow! So he didn't get very much of it.
0: No, no, they didn't. <laughs> that was a little. Uh, so great timing. Yeah. So about a year after they signed the contract, Brett or Sean Vince told Sean told Brett he couldn't live anymore. up to the contract.
1: Yeah. It's not really how contracts are supposed to work, but yeah, well, independent
0: contractors. Yeah. Different little things in it. I I'm just we
1: have a lawyer looking at that for exactly that type of stuff. Yeah. But anyways.
0: So and he tell he encourages him because he signed him to the big deal because WCW is trying to mm-hmm. sign him at the same time. So he says he gives Brad like his blessing to go and try and get a deal with WCW. Gotcha. Knowing that he'll still he won't like just bolt. Like he'll work the rest of his Right. like this storyline that they were doing gotcha. so the storyline called for bret hart versus Shawn michaels dun, dun, dun. in montreal for survivor series and going into it like one of their meetings they had like bret hart was like went to Shawn michaels and said you know i'm, ha- I'm gonna be safe working with you and i'll be happy to you know Job to you, cleaning the ring, and Shawn Michaels said, "Thanks, but I'm not going to do the same for you."
1: That's right. Well, we saw that that uh, yes. documentary.
0: So that's when Bret Hart was like, "Fuck it, I'm not losing uh-huh. to him in Canada." But so they go through all these different ways to do it, and they decide they'll do they'll do a disqualification finish.
1: Who's like, who's they like? This like is Bret this Hart, level, like, okay, Vince gotcha, McMahon,
0: gotcha. Shawn Michaels.
1: Gotcha. They collectively. Decide. Pat
0: Patterson, who was like. In charge yeah, of the yeah. match, they all thought that was going to be the ending. disqualification. And then the next night, Sean, Bret Hart would come out and forfeit the title. Yes,
1: yeah, kind of lame.
0: Yeah. So instead, <laughs> they screw Bret Hart.
1: So that's that's a Bret Hart that was. That's what Bret Hart
0: thought was going to happen. happen. That's what but, Pat Patterson thought was happening, and he was the like guy in charge of the match backstage. So bachelor. he was very confused.
1: But then somebody, I mean, Vince obviously called an audible. Yeah, Vince. Well, I don't know, and then Jim Cornette claimed it was his idea. And then Vince
0: Russo claimed it was his idea, yeah. But
1: it's... What do you think?
0: I think it was probably Jim Cornette.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. Because Vince Russo, like, he would... In the documentary, he goes on, like, his little history lesson and stuff. But Vince Russo was not a wrestler and would not know, like... Yeah. That there could actually be screwdriver like there could be actual real finishes to matches and stuff. Gotcha. Or Jim Cornette is quoting Edward Carpartier in nineteen thirty-five yes. got bit or something.
1: Yes, in Montreal. Yes. Yeah, yeah he had he'd have more context around it, but I think.
0: And I think, I think Triple H also claims that he came up with the idea.
1: Uh, is he? Is he French Canadian?
0: No, I mean, maybe it's... Family. He's he was born in New Hampshire. Gotcha. Well, close. He could. Yeah, I guess you could sail down.
1: <laughs> so, just trying to I a question I, gonna, I don't know. Like, I guess, what did you think of it at the time? Oh,
0: well, it was really confusing because, yeah. and also, it coincided with, like, right after that. Vince McMahon stopped being the ring announcer and became Mr. McMahon, the character. Mm. And that set up... so And everyone hated him because he screwed Bret Hart. And then the stand-in for Bret Hart becomes Steve Austin. Gotcha. And they have a huge angle. And then the thing was, like, well, how could he not pay Bret Hart, but in December he gives a $3 million contract to Mike Tyson? Right. So I think it was kind of Vince, like, I don't think it was he couldn't pay it. I think he just didn't want to anymore. Right. Yeah. Like he offered this huge deal that he had never given to make sure Bret Hart didn't go to WCW. But gotcha. at this point, he was kind of saying like,
1: "Well, cool.
0: starting like in March, Steve Austin is the head of this company. It doesn't matter. Gotcha, and right. why should I be paying for Bret Hart, who will be at best like third or fourth? Right. When I have all this new youth." Coming, oh, yeah. I have Austin Rock was starting to get big. Foley yeah. was there.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, how would you have ended it? Like, if you were if you were the pen writer, what would you have done?
0: I mean, if I would have, I guess, just done a crappy DQ finish and.
1: What you would have done it by Hart one did do. Yeah,
0: because I wouldn't. Think, <laughs> I would have Jim Cornette telling me about well, Eduardo well. Carpatier in 1935. <laughs> How you could actually screw someone out of a belt?
1: So why I guess why couldn't they just have like a real match and then just have like Brett lose it clean? Why did they just do that? Because Bret
0: Hart wasn't going to lose to Shawn Michaels, and in oh. his contract he had that's right. It was it was like something creative. It was yeah, like okay. reasonable reasonable kind creative control, and he claimed like the only thing I'm claiming is who I'm not going to lose to. I think that's reasonable. Gotcha. creative mm-hmm. control which I mean that's not a legal term so I don't know yeah, how that sure could be just like, it you, be should, you, you just
1: could go in front could... of a
0: judge and Vince Mcgrain could be like creative control means I could tell him the match goes 15 minutes he says he wants it to go 18 yeah. Like,
1: yeah I guess it's I think, I think you had said that, like, that documentary so they kind of like, did a couple of different like, scenarios right
0: so. yeah they like we're thinking of different ways to do a match and there was even like talk of we'll just put the Undertaker in there out of nowhere for a triple threat match to have him win. Yeah. But it doesn't work out. And then like obviously the peaceful ending the next night on Raw does not happen. No. It ends up being Shawn Michaels brings out a midget in a Bret Hart mask.
1: Yeah, instead So Bret Hart just kind of like like she was last appearance and yeah, I mean he show up. He's a well
0: he gets enough like he Later. punches out Vince McMahon, he, so yeah. I don't think he would have been welcome the next night. Yeah, in I think it
1: was probably better just to him to go home. Yeah, I believe yeah. They found a midget though, the Bret Hart mask.
0: Yeah, I mean you find a midget. And they made Bret Hart mask at the time, so they mm, had one. You all you need is a midget to show up. He had a little little leather coat with no shirt on underneath it. <laughs> well, that works. Yeah. So then, like I said, Bret Hart goes to WCW. He's not happy there. He's not being used great. And then Owen oh, Hart dies yeah. working for his hated rival Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. And Goldberg almost killed him. He had just a rough Goldberg in the legit late 90s. Shoot, kick, shoot, kicking him in the head. Yeesh. Yeah. And then yeah, then the stroke. Like I said, and then he actually in two thousand. Five. it came out like on www.com just him and Vince McMahon shaking hands at like Titan Towers because hmm. they had gotten together for a DVD okay. collection because in 2004 they came out with a DVD called The Self-Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior Okay. and it's just like about how he's crazy okay. and then they were starting to make Screwed the Bret Hart story uh, so he was like well no I don't want this to be my legacy. legacy so yeah. he agreed to come on and The DVD is, like, a normal documentary. Hmm. It's not, like, everyone in the company talking about how he was a prima donna and screw him, that's McMahon, (laughs) had to stand up for his company. Yeah. Is it any good,
1: that documentary?
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. And then, like, there's the match collection after it. So it's got a lot of the classic Bret Hart matches.
1: Gotcha. Cool. And then what's when's the last time he so 1997 when the, was the last time he fought in WWE? Yes. Well, he
0: actually came back in 2000. Yeah. Well, 2006 he went into the Hall of Fame, but he would not. You know how usually they have the Hall of Famers at WrestleMania right like to come out and wave.
1: Yeah,
0: he would not do that because Brett because Shawn Michaels would be in the same building. Oh my
1: god! And I was at
0: the Hall of Fame ceremony, and Bret Hart was the headliner of that group. And midway through, Shawn Michaels had to stand up and leave. So yeah, maybe get over themselves. Yeah. Well, so was it
1: in Chicago? Was it
0: the one in? Yeah, twenty two was in Chicago. Okay.
1: Where was the Hall of Fame ceremony?
0: Uh, Rosemont Theater.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. So that was a thing where Sean Michaels was like, you know, it turned over his new leaf was oh, geez. Yeah. Gadley, and Bret Hart's like, fuck that guy, he screwed me eight years ago. Oh
1: gosh. That when it's like get over. <laughs> yeah. He's a new hobby.
0: All right, but speaking of hobbies, <laughs> we will be looking at Bret Hurt in the NJPW ranking. P
1: mm-hmm. is promos, right? Yeah. Uh, he gets like an eight for that.
0: Yeah, and I think...
1: Seven and a half. Eight. I'll do seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I'll he go just wasn't that. Because he wasn't good. His... Best stuff he is 90- speak, but he wasn't his, like... Yeah, dramatic. his best stuff was 97. It was like the best material, but it was also where he had to go from like two-minute promos to like 10-minute promos. I think yeah. that was... He had the good material, but not enough to keep going on and on.
1: Right, right.
0: So new N is nuance, and it's longevity, uh, tag singles, heel face, which oh, I would yeah. say is very high yeah, for him. I was going
1: to say. I'll do a 9-5 for that.
0: Uh, I'll go 9. Jump up. So, Jay is jump up moment. So, this is like big title matches. Big, you know, mm. WrestleMania matches.
1: I'm going to say 9. I go, well, can we count the bloody match? What do you mean? The Bret Hart. We don't watch it for Bret Hart, but we watch for Steve Austin.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would Steve be Austin. definitely part of his...
1: Ouvre. I
0: was still gonna do nine. Uh yeah, I'll go Because even like he has WrestleMania ten where he wins the world title and the main event and stuff, but it's he just never reaches like the top. Like him and Shawn Michaels, I think, both have a problem where they're they're at the top of the company, but it's when it's not at its hottest. So yeah. it's kind of that's true. Like they're always, I think, kind of just under the very top, like four or five guys. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's not like yeah, like those like those indelible memories.
0: And W is work rate, so his actual in ring oh, skills. Nine. It's very, very good. Yeah, lesson. I will go nine and a half here. He has the excellence of execution.
1: Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard that. No. Okay, I think of the same score. Or there you go.
0: Yep, 35. Yeah, 35. Yep. Plus, some actually above Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I agree wise. with that for
1: now. Behind the Rock, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Because I think the Rock, like, just... Better character.
1: Better... Yeah, character,
0: I don't know, but just better presence. Yeah. Like... And like but I did say... Did they like, ever fight each other? Very, very short. Like, right before... Uh... Actually, in ninety early 97, they face each other and Bret Hart injures The Rock with his patented ring post figure oh, four. Geez. And then they had, like, a quick match right before Bret left in, like, October of
1: 97. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, this is coming together.
0: Yeah, I think good. And then our next month, we're going to continue with Shawn, <laughs> Michael. Shawn Michaels. We'll get to our ranking of Shawn Michaels also because oh, yeah, we had to geez, wait yeah. until we had the full body to... Score so, him this is Shawn
1: Michaels the later years? Yes,
0: this is post-Jesus.
1: Okay. Post-apocalyptic. The, 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 the AD? <laughs> yes. Not BC.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're going into the AD period of Shawn Michaels' career. All
1: right. That works.
0: Yep. All right. And we will see you next time.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening.